guys left and right represent. Of course, uh, Jay Fry, president competition of competition and operations for IndyCar. Uh, to his right is Jim Campbell, the vice president of performance of performance vehicles and motorsports for General Motors. And on the other side, Art St. Cyr, president of Honda Performance Development. Beginning in 2021, uh, the Wright and IndyCar series will switch to a 2.4 liter twin turbocharged V6 engine. And that uh, regulation will be in effect for six years through the 2026 season. Jay, if you could talk about uh, the benefits of this and and the excitement behind it, the collaboration and so forth that goes along with this announcement. Well, thank you, Kurt. Yeah, it's been a, a long process the last year. Uh, we can't thank everybody at uh, Chevrolet and Honda enough for all their help regarding this process. Lots of people in the room, so thank you all who's been uh, participated. Thank Art, thank Jim. Uh, we're quite excited about this. Um, the drivers, you know, over the last couple years, we've talked about horsepower gains, what we need. Uh, this will certainly get it to where we need it to be. Um, it'll be the plus 900 range. So we've got the, um, our five-year plan with the car. Uh, this will you know, extend that plan into 2026. So uh, we feel like we're on a really good path. And uh, again, we're, we're really excited about today's announcement. Jim, we'll start with you. Uh, your thoughts on this program? Yeah, just uh, I want to thank uh, Jay and his team for the collaboration also uh, with Art uh, working together. Uh, there's times we, we compete on the track intensely. There's times where, like this, where we've got to work together for the betterment of the sport. And this is a great example of that. Uh, we really like the direction where we're going, adding more horsepower that will translate to more speed, uh, both on uh, road courses and the ability to handle the cars, uh, and then the super speedways as well. Importantly, for a manufacturer in our business, although we're going up in displacement, this is still a small displacement engine. And so that's important because that's the trend in our industry right now, small displacement, direct injected boosted engines. And that translates, those technologies translate to what we do in the showroom, our propulsion systems for the showroom. So we're going to continue to learn. We'll, we'll start at a new, a new point with this new engine uh, and uh, continue to take those learnings and drive them to the, to the uh, uh, production side of our propulsion systems. So we really like that principle. That's one of the, the key reasons why we race is the tech transfer element of it. It's going to be very exciting. More horsepower, more performance for all the drivers. Yeah, Art, if you could speak to the to the relevance uh, for your for your company as well. Yeah, well, and we we've said that all along that uh, you know IndyCar racing we think is the the purest form of racing or open wheel racing in general. That uh, you know at Honda as a company, you know we have been involved in, in open wheel racing since really the formation of our company, um, and specifically here in North America to run open wheel cars is the reason why Honda Performance Development was even founded. So. Um, we have been continuously in the series since, uh, well, we made the announcement in 1993. So, you know, HPD and, and our involvement in IndyCar are, uh, are linked. And we think that, uh, that this is a very relevant series. It's a way that you can highlight, even as Jim said, highlight the technologies that uh, is the future of our road car, or at least the, the midterm, I'll say that, for, for our road cars uh, of small displacement turbo engines. Um, it's very important to us to uh, have this new formula. You know, obviously we've been working on this current formula, which HPD, you know, when this, the current engine formula, there wasn't competition. And we welcome competition. And we think this engine is a, uh, is a good platform to bring in not just, 
you know, Chevy and Honda, but other manufacturers as well. So, you know, we look forward to competition. We think this is a really good formula. I want to thank, you know, Jay and, and also the, uh, the, the Chevy folks for uh, working with Honda and, and, and getting together and, uh, and really coming up with a, with a formula that looks like it's going to work. Um, we're very happy about this uh, higher horsepower concept really put it more in the driver's hands, which is really what we want, make it more exciting for the fans, make it more exciting, make it more interesting for the manufacturers as well. Jay, before we get to questions, uh, you didn't make this uh, decision in a vacuum, just the people here sitting on stage. You've talked to other people too. You've shared your vision uh, with other manufacturers. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, just like we did a couple years ago with the car to create it and develop it to, to where we're at with the aero kits. Um, there's certain other manufacturers that we treat as if they are one of our current manufacturers. So they're aware of what we're doing, they're aware of where we're going. Um, we get their input, we get their feedback. Um, does that mean it's you know, happening or imminent in any way? No, but it, it means um, that they think we're in a good place, we think we're on a good path. So we just got to keep working hard at that. But um, you know, the car piece was the first, so that started with freezing the aero kits last year, the current kit, the universal car now for 18, 19, and 20. Um, then now the engine piece will be extended through 2026. So when we talk to folks, I mean, we have a, you know, if you look at it like in that regard, it's it actually turned out to be, there's 10 total years to the plan. So we're sticking to the plan. Um, again, everybody in this room, Chevrolet and Honda have been a huge part of developing this piece, uh, the car and the motor. So again, we're certainly all in this together. Okay, questions? Let's start back here with David Mosher. Oh, there he is. Uh, I wanted to ask, uh, to make the 900 horsepower, will a 2.4 liter engine, does that uh, require the same uh, turbo boost settings for like 1.3 for here, uh, 1.4 for short ovals, 1.5 for road courses? Yeah. I can, I mean, yeah, the, boost, the boost on uh, road courses will go up. Um, and I don't know if we release a detail of that, but it is going to go up. That's part of the part of the element of it. Uh, and then the decisions around what we do on uh, uh, kind of a qualifying day, taking the boost up. I suspect that'll happen. So it's it's going to be the combination of those pieces. And that's the exciting part about it is um, with with those uh, assumptions, we now uh, can get to work and start thinking about the pure development of the this new engine. Um, and to Jay's point, and Art mentioned as well. We compete, we compete fiercely with our competitors in the showroom and on the track. But uh, we're, what Art said struck me as well, because we, do, we don't like racing against ourselves. We want to race against competition. So it's going to be interesting to see if other OEMs are interested in now this engine formula with stability in the Universal Aero Kit to say, is this an option for them? Uh, as an OEM, these are big decisions, but very exciting. So it'll be you know, increased displacement, boost increases, uh, depending on the track formation. And that combination is going to be more horsepower, more performance, more speed, and more excitement for the fans. Uh, well, sorry, can I just ask one more? Uh, will it require a new fuel specification? Not, uh, not necessarily. No, we're, we're, that's part of the process that we're going to go through. Again, we've, we've, this is we're announcing the platform. Um, there's a lot of bits and piece, pieces that still have to be solved. Uh, we'll start track testing it in the summer of 2020. So that'll be the that's the goal from today to get to that point. So there's a lot of elements that we'll all work on together to get it to you know where we need to go next. So. Yeah, just, just so everyone's clear, is, is that what we've agreed upon is a framework for the engine. So there's a lot of details in the engine of how it's going to run and, and that type of stuff we haven't agreed upon yet. Wolfgang. 
<laughs> no kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, two questions for both the representatives of Chevrolet and Honda. Number one, is there anything what you can use from the current engine to the new engine? And the second question concerning the dimension, the size of the new engine. Are you working close with Dallara that it will fit in the current chassis? Yeah, I mean, fun fundamentally, we're, we're, we're starting from a fresh, at, at least from, too. I, I imagine from them as well, we're starting from a fresh piece of paper. Now, obviously, if, if we can carry over parts, we will carry over what we can, if it makes sense for this, but the overall package of the engine is designed to fit in the current uh, car, so uh, overall dimensions of the engine should not change. Yeah, and I, I would agree. It'll be a clean sheet of paper, and, and within the parameters that Jay and his team set, we'll, we will then um, you know, put our specific design on it to optimize performance, durability, and efficiency. Performance, durability, efficiency is the only way you win races. You've got to have those three uh, in, in the right combination. Yeah. Any other questions? Bruce? So during this time period, is it very feasible to think that we're going to see a new track record for the Indy 500 during that time span? Um, is it feasible? Uh, possibly, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of elements that go to that, too. With the, we talk about the boost pieces, the car. Obviously, this car, this is its first time out, so it has great potential over the next two or three years. But if you look at the car right now, it's 18, 19, and 20. This is 21. So again, what's the next piece of that equation, too? So absolutely, it's possible. But it's not necessarily a goal, no, a stated goal. Correct. But it will happen as we gain performance yeah. on these things that, that, that necessarily we will go faster. Okay. Steve? Now you said this is this just a platform, but is there any thought of, you know, hybrid? alternative technologies, you know, that's a long, 2026 is a long time down the road. Is that something that you've thought about maybe being able to add to this platform? So, can I, yeah, sure, go ahead. I'll, I'll jump in on this just a little bit, that, that we have had some of those discussions. Um, you know, Jay will talk about the, that the real concept is for IndyCar is really to be fast and loud, but we also want to be uh, relevant to what's going on in the world. I mean, we do know that the, you know, from, from a Honda side, I mean, we have a stated goal to, to bring two-thirds of our, electrify two-thirds of our global fleet by 2030. So obviously we'll be thinking about those types of things, but right now that's not, you know, we're talking about the framework of, of the engine, which is the, uh, the twin turbo V6 uh, is going to be the, the fundamental thing that happens in 2021. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, we're, we're certainly, um, our company around the world is uh, certainly as electrification as a key tenant along with things like autonomous vehicle technologies and so on. But for this particular application uh, right now, it's uh, the 2.4 liter twin turbo direct injected. And I'm, I will tell you that on the I ICE um, applications, there is still much efficiency to ring out of these, um, uh, these engines, there's is. So we have to continue to find ways to really take that efficiency level up, deliver the power the teams need to perform and do it reliably. And that combination, whether you're talking about the race Race cars, or you're talking about production vehicles, this, the principles apply. It's just the, you know, what combination you put them in is, is important. Okay. One last one here from Wolfgang, if there are no others. Uh, question to you, Jay. Um, if I understand correctly, you are in touch with other 
engine manufacturers. How big is the possibility that we see a new engine manufacturer with this new engine rule or package? Yeah. Well, it's certainly been a stated goal, and, and that's why we were working that far out. So, again, with the car piece, there was some hurdles to overcome, which we think we've solved. So they've seen what we're doing and where we're going. Um, now, with the engine piece, again, we've discussed it with many other OEMs about our um, what well, we now stated the new platform, and there seems to be enthusiasm and relevance to what or they believe that there is. So, um, I mean, we're going at that very hard. Yes. That, that's just to, just to add one thing. That's something that <clears throat> we've talked with Jay and Mark and CJ, and, and I'm sure Art probably has as well. Just based on his comments, we'd we'd like to see another OEM in. It's and more competition is better, and um, that's something that we um, we advocate. And um, it's, it's a path around. It's a long, it's a long path. The decision to get into a series for a manufacturer, it, it takes a little while. But uh, the, the great news is that the series is leaning in on it and having those dialogues and see where this thing goes. Yeah. And there's two with, uh, you think of it this way too. So our plan that we come up with, there's um, one of them was recruiting it in uh, new teams, right? So we're very fortunate to have some new teams this year. Well, there's also some opportunities for some new teams next year and the year after that. So as we grow, it's going to become more and more and more even important that we have a third to participate. And, and one of the reasons for announcing this engine and fixing this engine now is this is when you have to start development no, yep. to actually meet 2021. So, you know, we'll, we'll be starting off pretty soon. You know, obviously we've got to, got to work through, you know, the rest of the details, you know, including, you know, engine supply agreements and all those types of things which currently end, you know, before, the, before this new engine comes in. So um, this is the time to bring in new manufacturers because it's a fresh sheet of paper. It's hard to come in when, you know, Chevy and Honda have mm. been, been right. bashing each other right. for the last right. six years <laughs> trying so to develop true. the engine as it is right now. So, so it'd be a hard time to come in. Yeah. But this is a, a good fresh start to, to, uh, to, to bring in new manufacturers. Yeah, as an OEM, you're looking for that opportunity. When is the, when is the, when's the reset happening? And this is a, an OEM. This would be a chance to come in on a, on a level moment and begin development just uh, like uh, Art will and we will as well. Bruce, then we got to get to something called qualifying. Also, the importance of the security factor and knowing you're going to have these two longtime partners here for the yeah. future. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They've been phenomenal, you know, and for many, many years. So, um, again, we're all in this together. We've created this platform together. We're going after this other OEM together. They've been very supportive and very helpful. So, you know, at the end of the day, yes, I mean, it's, this is spectacular what we have. Uh, again, we're growing, so the third one comes into, into play where it becomes even more important um, just for capacity reasons. So, you know, it's, everything's going really well. Gentlemen, thank you. Uh, exciting announcement, and uh, if we get a quick photo op, we'll be let you get to the importance of the day. Skinny camera. Kiss you on the cheek. This is what we need, the skinny